Hello and welcome to In Conversation With, a series of podcasts from Verand featuring chats and discussions with leading figures from the contact centre, CX and customer engagement industry in the Asia-Pacific region. During this series, we want to find out what customer service organisations are doing during these challenging times and try and discover what it is that drives the leaders in this space and what makes them tick. My name is Martin Riddle and as well as being your host for this series, I am also Verand's Vice President of Marketing for the region. And today, it's my pleasure to welcome to the podcast, Duncan Graham, Group Manager, Contact Centres at the insurance organisation, Allianz Australia. Duncan, welcome. Thank you very much, Martin. Hello. Great to have you on board, sir. Duncan, your LinkedIn profile describes you as an award-winning executive who thrives on developing and leading high-performing and inclusive teams to achieve brilliant outcomes. I love that. Uh, you've obviously had great success uh, in our wonderful industry, particularly in your role there at Allianz. Could you pr- uh, perhaps start today uh, with a background on the customer services operation at Allianz? Sure, happy to, Martin. Um, so I head up the, the sales and service division for our Allianz contact centres, specialising in insurance, um, predominantly for car and home insurance. Uh, I'm privileged to lead a, a team of 450 superstars based in Adelaide, Brisbane and in India. And uh, our key sort of mode of channel is our inbound contact centre team, or inbound call handling rather, a small outbound team plus web chat and email. I've got an awesome team. Uh, absolutely, the emphasis is that uh, making a difference in moments that matter. As one would say, the teamwork makes the dream work. Uh, really proud of the team. Uh, we really emphasise on our great culture, great engagement results of over 80%. NPS, so our customer experience is pretty strong, positive 66. And uh, pre-COVID, uh, we were achieving our service levels for over 18 months. Uh, over I, to you. I love the moment. The moments that matter. That's a, a phrase that um, I haven't heard for a long time. I understand you and your team have uh, been very successful in winning some awards. Um, you can stroke the ego. The ego is good. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest. I'm not, I'm not quite sure how to respond to that one, but yeah. Um, uh, so yes, uh, the team uh, and myself really been privileged and fortunate to um, develop as uh, incredible team results, incredible team dynamics, and yes, we've entered a number of awards and privileged to win a number of Oz Contact and um, CCW awards over the last few years, which has been truly remarkable. And the recognition for the team has, has been outstanding and thoroughly deserved. As mentioned, uh, really privileged to lead a, an, an incredible team, who um, yeah, who've developed, who performed incredibly well, and the team dynamics of trust and the pride in the team is incredible. And that's awesome. You, you touched upon the, the COVID situation. When did um, Allianz become aware that COVID was going to have an impact on the customer services that you deliver? Yeah, pre-COVID. Wow, those times, eh? how our world has changed in the last couple of months. Um, so on a personal perspective, I, I was attending a change management training course in late February, ironically, with some team members from Flight Centre. And the actual impact of, of COVID really kind of the tsunami, shall we say, from a late February perspective. Uh, the world has changed dramatically and what we know now is completely different to late February. The anxiety, the fear, the trepidation has really changed. From a contact centre specific part, the, probably the highlight or the key term, we had a, a major centre awards early March and we all planned 150 team members ready to go for our appreciation recognition um, and a few social beverages, fair to say, would be hard. Um, literally the, the day before we needed to, to postpone the award ceremony based on too many team members in a, in a localised location. Having said that, late February we started proactively planning for all the different what-ifs, the different scenarios. Um, there's a lot of, as I mentioned, various anxiety, 
uh, trepidation. But with the what-if scenarios, if the different um, centres closed, uh, working on the different plans associated to those. And then uh, really early March, as I mentioned with the awards, that's when the, the impact was really kicking in into Australia, into our culture, into our environment, uh, and then having those plans in place associated uh, with the requirements that we needed to do. So you had these wonderful BCP plans. When did it become apparent that they actually needed to become more than plans? Yeah, great question. The, it was challenging times, uh, and it, I don't think there's there's one specific trigger point that we would normally associate with those, but it was a evolution of so many elements within our, our news, the, the organisation, within our culture. Uh, from a company perspective, we, we have a, a strong pandemic task force, and then within my contact centre team, a, a, a pandemic team as well. Probably the early March is then the plans were in place. We... I led the team to ensure the safety of our team was non-negotiable to work on the effective plan to ease the team member, um, team members transitioning to a work-from-home operation. So early March, shall we say. Um, delighted by, uh, there's a few challenges perhaps we'll come on to, um, but early March, uh, transitioning the team to actually work from home. And then delighted by the end of March, we had 100% of the team working effectively in a work-from-home and a safe uh, environment, which was amazing really stand up performance so what does that actually mean for, for, the, for your operations and your staff you've mentioned the transition to work from home i'm guessing setting up a uh, new it infrastructure new social interactions between the team take us through some of those challenges that you were faced with yeah the um interesting times and it's hard to compare to other organizations and i'm really proud to work for alliance insurance um the reality in some of the challenges for my particular team we had insufficient laptops to work effectively in a home environment. So roughly uh, sufficient laptops, only one third of, of our team. We had insufficient licenses to work effectively in a home environment for some of the applications. The dual monitors, which everyone would be accustomed to, to working in, in a working office, simply not there. Part of my team is based in India. and They went into complete lockdown with inability to work in a home environment. Um, so you can imagine with the anxiety where you see LinkedIn profiles or LinkedIn updates for the most amazing, best-in-class cloud-based solutions. And absolutely, we were scrambling, but in an effective, structured manner uh, to actually overcome some of the solutions while maintaining our employee uh, safety is paramount, our customer experience, and a business to run at the same time, a whole variety of complexities. So as a, as a consequence, really delighted Probably one of the proudest achievements or parts or elements I've been involved in within the team. Uh, I mentioned two thirds of the team uh, simply didn't have or insufficient laptops. So two thirds of the team have provided their own laptops to actually work effectively from home, which is truly incredible. And kind of the cherry on the cake is 22 of my team members actually purchased their own laptop to actually enhance the experience to assist with the company. And I think that's truly incredible. We simplified uh, our operating hours to, or rather, we, we try to simplify our business. We'd, um, unfortunately, about a third of our team members were now not having the ability to work effectively, either from a lockdown perspective or systems. So consequently, one of the decisions we made, or I made, was to simplify the team 
simplified the, the rosters, simplified the operating hours to move to more, more towards a nine to five operation. Quite extraordinary times. Usually we open seven days a week with extended working hours, but it's the right thing to do to simplify our business. Normally from a, an operating um, perspective for rosters, there's sufficient time and changes. Delighted we managed to change our rosters with all the appropriate uh, communication, understanding, listening with the team to actually go through that rapid approach within a couple of days, which was truly remarkable. So there's immense sense of trust and relief and pride within the team to actually overcome those challenges very, very quickly. I'd like to say almost like the MacGyver approach where we'd, we'd have a challenge, we'd have a hurdle and trying our best to overcome as quickly, agile, as flexible, but also as effectively with the paramount is the safety of the team. And don't get me wrong, it, it wasn't perfect. There's no perfect plan in any of these strategies, but I'm really proud of the outcomes to actually achieve the, the great success we've had. And, and did that transition uh, or the revised way of working, do you feel it um, had uh, an impact on the delivery of services? Yeah, the, um, so openly, I, I really pride our, the, the team. Uh, we have ex- incredibly high expectations. Previously, um, our speed advance is historically between 20 and 30 seconds. Uh, service levels achieved for over 18 months. Um, impressive NPS, great um, sales perspective. The reality that when we lose uh, a high percentage of our team and um, ineffective approach in some areas, absolutely, there was uh, some March and tough, incredibly tough, incredibly tough from the traditional metrics from a customer experience, incredibly difficult from a average speed of answer. And so moving from a 30-second average speed of answer to quite often the five, six, seven-minute average speed of answer. So in the marketplace, I think that's a fair and I think it's a pretty good outcome overall, especially compared to previous experiences and the expectations. But yeah, it, the, it, it's fair to say that so the, some customer impact, we're having to transfer a number of customer calls. But the key element there was to provide the right business the right time to simplify our business wherever we could to ensure we had the, the right teams uh, assisting our customers in the best possible position in very difficult situations. I, I'm really pleased that yeah, March and April very tough months really stressed and tested us to our limits it's fair to say the we're now in a good position we know all hands on deck everyone's helping within the organization helping with our customers we're now going back to or have transitioned to our full operating hours our rosters are, uh, are currently back in place the majority of if not all of our team members are now working effectively either at home we also have 40 40 team members working effectively in the office uh, who volunteered to re- relocate in a very safe environment a month ago. So we, we're getting back into the operation into full swing. Not quite perfect, but um, pretty good. Pretty good. Did the COVID situation itself uh, change the nature or the volume of the calls into the centre? Uh, absolutely. It was unprecedented times in a way, but um, absolutely. The, uh, it's hard to compare when you actually reduce or change some of your operating hours so you don't have the normal... Um, the data to support that. So some of the customer behavior changes, but roughly about a 20% reduction in some lines of business from a a volume. Um, But the nature of our customers' um, inquiries changed. We we reviewed, surveyed a lot more customers' experience vulnerability from a pricing perspective or dealing with hardship. So we were ensuring that we had the right empathy, the right alignment with our customers and and doing the right thing and without going too many specifics, can't say that word today, uh, ensuring we did the right thing with our customers and being really flexible and empathetic to the times and 
the financial situation for many customers throughout Australia. You've mentioned a couple of times uh, the importance of that teamwork dynamic, and it's, it's clear just listening to you uh, how much uh, that really is part of your own personal DNA uh, in, in driving the moments that matter uh, through the team. I'm wondering, aside from the actual transactional processing of the calls, uh, your engagement with your team members, that, that all-important social uh, conversations and interactions, how you manage to uh, maintain uh, that level of uh, focus that's obviously a very uh, key part of the way you operate. Absolutely. I think everyone who knows me, I really lead by transparency in our operation in terms of sharing the vision, sharing the successes, being vulnerable as well in things that perhaps don't work perfectly or effectively. But as part of the um, the change or the transition, having the communication with the team was, was critical, uh, as, as it always is. A uh, whole uh, immense amount of anxiety for everybody, and rightly so. The But to share one of the key elements I decided to do was a, a daily update for myself, sharing the situation, sharing the plans, having the clarity, and having that one sense of truth or one sense of direction for myself, added with a, a weekly video on my iPhone, um, sharing with the team, not greatly edited, showing the, the what's and all vision of myself, but um, really good opportunity without sharing the ego uh, too much. It's, it had really good impact to have that clarity of the direction, which was really appreciated. Taking that stage further, the sharing new, new ways of working with our team members, really critical. We had the emphasis to keep our team meetings, our huddles, our coaching, our one-on-ones, uh, maintained for the majority of the times. And I think that was really important to do. And it would be an easy call to to cut out some of the core communications or the core dynamics involved in an operation. But I'm really proud of how we managed to maintain the majority of our operations and our connection, enhanced with uh, a whole variety of cultural engagement areas from doing step challenges and step counts. It's surprising how many teams are doing 15,000 steps a day, which is pretty good in this environment even having cookbooks with the team members, as well as with the companies. It's really cool how, or really impressive, having daily yoga, uh, daily mindfulness sessions, plus several webinars regarding adapting and thriving in a work-from-home environment. So uh, pretty good. Uh, in fact, I'm really pleased and uh, delighted from a company response, but how we're operating within the contact centre team. And ensuring we have those workshops and listening to our team members, what's working. And it's different. It's it's uh, We're not all apt uh, or enjoying, uh, oh, sorry, I rephrase that, the majority of the team are enjoying working in a home environment, but it's difficult. It's it's not for everybody, but it's quite intriguing seeing some pets and children in the background and uh, listening and observing how we go. Uh, you mentioned mindfulness there. Um, in our last episode, we were chatting with uh, Jess and Fiona from uh, OzContact and uh, we uh, had a bit of a discussion around the, the topic of uh, mental health and what this means for the industry and, and uh, the great people that work in it. You should, they talked there about the yoga and those kind of activities that Alliance has been promoting. Have you had a conscious uh, observation of the mental health and its uh, impacts on what this might mean for your staff? Yeah, it's 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 a really good point, and I'm not particularly expert in this line of business or this field, but um, it's intriguing how we respond differently from the psychology of, of from a, a working from home. As I mentioned, it's the majority of the team really enjoying living the stability, living the flexibility. But there are team members who it, it's tough. It's tough in a, being an isolated space or tough having to be with your family all the time, especially when children were at home. 
and I include myself in that example. Um, but absolutely, it's really important. We're, we're there, we're empathetic with our team members, flexible, really trying to adapt to flexible rosters to ensure that we have our counselling services available. But uh, really promoting our uh, health and well-being, our mental well-being, plan with our teams on a daily basis, both in all our meetings and regular communications, both from a company perspective, which has been uh, simply amazing, and then on a localised level within the microclimate of the contact centre um, to really adapt. And as I say, I think empathy is probably the key, key phrase or the key term um, to work effectively with our team. Yeah, I think that shows great leadership. So congratulations on that. Um, any lessons for, for you learned along the way? Anything you would do differently with a bit of hindsight? Um, interesting. The, I, I personally feel really balanced in where we are as a team, as I am as, a, as an individual. Um, I have two young children. We've been homeschooling our children, which has had its... I'd like to say we've done pretty well. Um, my my wife has been amazing. Don't get me wrong, we've had a few tantrums, many tantrums along the way. Um, but uh, I think the key learnings for me has been the appreciation, the appreciation of working for a, a structured, uh, impressive organisation, which has placed the team, our people first, um, and customers, and trying to do the right thing in these extraordinary times. But also, life is short. All the things we take for granted, it's perhaps not there. The hustle and bustle of life has been a, I don't know, a refreshing change to somewhat. Um, on a professional perspective, I've loved seeing many leaders implementing solutions quickly, effectively, with very strong decision making in a very agile manner, which I love and respect and respond to. From a company, the, the res respect for my team has, has been amazing. But also the, the team dynamics of, of my particular team, how I'm really grateful of the team dynamics, the, the trust we have, the, the respect we have for each other is really strong. And also how TikTok can take over your life, unfortunately, is, is not particularly great. Uh, good job. This is an audio medium, not a visual medium, because uh, I am... Do believe I've seen a couple of uh, TikToks from your good self, and uh, it certainly brought a smile to my face. Um, aside from uh, perhaps your wonderful dancing on TikTok, uh, what else has, has this meant for you personally? I mean, just listening to you then, I can hear uh, the key words that keep coming through your, your responses about trust and empathy, uh, and they're obviously uh, key and core attributes to you as a leader. Um, any other impact to you at a, at a personal level? Any impacts at a personal level? Um, from a, a family, I, I've really appreciated the quality time we've had with my particular family. Um, I was unsure how we, we would respond as a family unit um, in terms of schooling, being together uh, the majority of the day. Um, so it's really, I'm, I'm delighted how we've responded as a family, um, intriguingly. And I think that the bond we've uh, learned together as a family in terms of the greats or the what's and all has been quite refreshing in a way. And I think the time we've had together I'd imagine will we'll never be repeated, but um, uh, hopefully. The, and also, um, bizarrely, my newfound love of gardening, of all things. I never, ever thought I would take into gardening, but it's amazing. Um, a couple of meetings I've taken to using the garden clippers and uh, helping like prune a few trees and uh, a few bushes, which has been quite intriguing. Uh, but uh, but for my uh, probably the key one is the, the need to keep in touch with people. It's really easy to isolate, to work in your own little location, but the need to keep in touch with either WebEx or Microsoft Teams, whatever it may be, to have that visual personal connection, connecting with your teams on a daily basis is critical. 
So we started peeling away the layers of Duncan as, a, as an individual, as a person. Let's see if we can find out a little bit more. Um, I'm almost wary of asking this question, but um, during this last couple of months, has there been one piece of music that has been your go-to tune that's kept you uh, sane or perhaps uh, the other way has actually turned you mad? Yeah, a little bit of both. Uh, Blinding Lights by the weekend. Uh, my daughter got me into TikTok, I've mentioned uh, a few minutes ago. And Blinding Lights, for those who haven't done it, it's, uh, I'm embarrassingly, uh, I'd like to say it's more my daughter, but it was actually more me who, who uh, came a little bit obsessed with the dance move. And each week we do a particular different dance, which has been great for our bonding. But Blinding Lights by the weekend is pretty cool. It's got a little bit of 80s synth in it, which is kind of my era. And who doesn't love some 80s synth? Um, how about a, a book or a film? Is there one title that keeps you uh, entertained? Gotta love Netflix. Uh, how good is Netflix? And two stand-up performances or areas has been Afterlife with Ricky Gervais, the, the shameful, the sorrow, the melancholic, the lovely series, which is simply amazing. And then the iconic The Last Dance for Michael Jordan. What a, what a legend. From someone who knows nothing about basketball. Truly, truly amazing. Um, finally, Duncan, how about a material object or a gadget, something you just couldn't be without? Very simply, a football, or in Australia, a soccer ball. Absolutely, I love soccer. Uh, I'd, I'd like to think I'm a messy, but I'm pretty terrible, but I still keep playing, coaching my son, a soccer ball, unquestionably. That's fantastic. Hey, Duncan Graham, Group Manager, Contact Centres, Alliance Australia. It's been great chatting with you today. Thank you for joining us on the Verant Podcast. I wish you, your family, your colleagues, all the very best for a safe and happy future. It's been a pleasure. All the best. Thanks, Duncan.